Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, amigas. Welcome back to the Mujeron Podcast. I have another solo episode today, and I'm going to be talking about why asking for help is actually a strength rather than a weakness. So this is something that I talk a lot about inside the Mujeron University and how important it is for us to focus in our zone of genius, especially when building our big vision. But seriously, this helps with anything in our lives, whether it be strengthening relationships, really spending quality time with our families, or just getting things done around the house. How important it is ask for help because let's be honest, we cannot do it all. So I want to share a little bit of background on why I decided to do this episode. Um, I recently shared on my social media that I'm currently looking for a nanny and I have a 10 month old. This is like the first time that I'm obviously looking into. I'm a new mama and I have been taking care of him building my business, and help run my parents' business all at the same time. And you can only imagine, I am now about six months into working, and I'm completely overwhelmed, exhausted. I'm ready to just be a stay-at-home mom. But obviously, I have a big vision that I'm building, and I really, really want to make this happen. So I've decided that I'm going to ask for help. I need someone to come take care of my baby at least two times a week so that I can really focus on the things that are going to grow my brand, help grow my parents' business, and also because I need that self-care. You know, mamas, how important self-care is, and I don't want it to be something that is that I have to give up being with my baby so that I can take care of myself. I want this to be a part of me because I know how important it is in order to take care of ourselves so that we can build that bigger vision. I was talking to a friend today and we were talking about how sometimes because we grew up not seeing our parents take the self-care or really be intentional about how they were spending time on their own, It's hard for us sometimes to think about self-care as a part of our lives, right? We think about it as a leisure. We think about it as something that only people that can afford to have certain things can do this. And I want you to take a moment right now that if you're someone who doesn't regularly schedule self-care, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's reading a book, hitting the gym, going out for a walk, doing your nails, whatever that is for you, making sure that you make time for yourself. Because I have found that out. When I do the things that make me happy, I'm a better mama, I'm a better wife, and I'm just doing better myself. I feel more motivated to get things done and all of that. So for a moment there, I really struggled with the idea of getting a sitter. Not only because I felt like 
I can probably get some things done while he's asleep. Um, and also because my mother-in-law, she is staying with us for a while. And although she travels back and forth to her home, I felt like that was an option for us as well. Well, my baby is now 10 months and you guys know there's like a period where babies can just chill right next to you and they'll just kind of sit still to where now he's just so mobile. He's all over the place, he's on my laptop, all of the things. So definitely it's been a lot harder and that transition kind of took me by surprise. I'm not gonna lie, it came so fast and it was something that I realized like, hold on a minute, if I really want to grow my business, I really need to ask for help. So I wanted to open up a little bit about how I'm struggling with that because I think it's certain things that we need to work on, right? And the guilt of asking for help, why was that even coming up? So I had to do a little digging and I think a lot of the times it has to do with what we think people are going to say rather than what we really feel. So some of the thoughts that started coming up for me was, what was my mom going to say? What was my husband going to say? And not that these people in my life were saying anything already. It's just like the thoughts that were coming up for me. Because for one reason or another, I was feeling guilty. I started thinking about my business, right? And how maybe now that I'm working from home, like maybe I should take advantage of that and use this time to be with my baby and try to run my business. But the reality is we need to really sit down and see what are those goals and what and how do we need to show up in order to make them happen. So I knew that asking for help was a huge part of making this bigger vision come to life. Uh, I had those conversations with both my mom and my husband. And to my surprise, none of them had anything bad to say. And a lot of the things were, for me, it was like my mom, right? I'm raised by a very strong Mexican woman who was helping my dad run his business and was raising three kids before she was 25. To me, that was like, I sometimes I like to compare myself. Like I, I go back to that and I, I have to really think about how different our lifestyles are and just being able to be like my mom has been such a thing that I've carried with me. So today, knowing that she supports my goals, she knows where I'm coming from, it just means so much. So I don't know if that ever happens to you, like where you compare about where your parents and what your parents have done. And obviously, if you're like me, first generation, your parents came from you know, Mexico and left so much behind and they were always in the hustle, that's really hard to be able to match. I've always said, my dad, I will never be able to match his hustle. But also realizing that they did this, they sacrificed and they came here so that we could live another lifestyle. And it's taken me a little bit to really get into that mindset and understand and appreciate and just honor them in a way that, hey, if I'm not reaching out for help, then I can't show up and make the vision that I want and live up to who 
I want to be that will then allow me to be fulfilled and they can be proud of their daughter, right? Asking for help so that I can do the things that make me happy will allow me to be a better daughter for them as well. So these are some of the things that I really had to work on when it came to asking for help specifically with my baby. Now, for me, it was obviously the sitter situation. For you, it might look like making time for you to hit those wellness goals, making time for you to start that business, start that platform, whatever it is that you're working on, you have to ask for help and really do the work. So today I'm going to be talking to you about some of the ways and things that you can start to really make the decision if asking for help is really something that you need right now and how to go about it. So the number one thing that I would recommend for you to do is to really reassess your priorities. For example, the first six months of my baby's life, my priority was only my baby. I had no launches. I rarely did any podcast episodes. You'll see I took a big break from the podcast. I was active on social media, but not very active. So for sure, my business kind of took, you know, a break and I was very concentrated on just being a mom, being a new mom and transitioning into that new mom life. Now, six months into it, I decided, okay, I think I can start working a little bit. Um, And I think the first mistake was that, that I didn't really put my priorities straight. So if you're in a place right now where you're feeling very overwhelmed, reassess your priorities. What is it that you really want to accomplish right now? For me, six months after my baby was born, it obviously took... It it took a a new form. It was new. Like I really wanted to launch my program, right? And now that was one of the top priorities for me. Mom, launching, parents' business. And I think that when we really realize, okay, these are the number three things that I'm going to be working on for the next six months in my life, you get a better picture of, okay, this is where I'm going. Even right now, I want to share a little bit with you. I finished launching the Mujeron University, which was amazing, by the way. And I was thinking, should I go into another launch? Should I continue to do private coaching? And it took a lot for me to decide, hey, this launching an event, because if you haven't heard, we now are launching our Mujeron Movement 2022 event happening in Scottsdale, Arizona on October 29th. So that is now my priority. The event, making sure that this event is this amazing experience for all the women that are investing in it, that are taking their time to be there. I want to make sure that this experience is life-changing. And I had to ask myself, what do I need to do right now in order to make that happen? How much time? How do I need to start showing up? What do I need to do? Who do I need to get involved in this project? So it took a lot of me to say, I cannot launch. I cannot take any more private clients. This is what I'm focusing on right now, even with getting help 
for someone to take care of my baby. I really want to focus on making sure this event is exactly what I have in my mind. So making sure your priorities right now and reassess them, put it, put them down, write them down, like be very exaggerated and intentional about what it is that you are working on. Number two, I want you to identify your zone of genius. Now, obviously, this doesn't really relate to like my babysitting situation, and maybe it can, but uh, more so inside your business, at work, whatever it is that you're working on, what is your zone of genius? Even at home, what is what are the things that you're not good at, that you don't like doing, that you can really delegate to someone else, and you can use your time to be more productive and do more on something that you're really good at and you enjoy. So identifying where your strengths are. In my business, for me, it looks like getting someone to edit my podcast. I am not that great at it. it. Actually, I'm not good at it. I hate doing it. I love recording. I love the conversations. I love connecting with you guys. But the logistics part of it, I struggle a little bit. So how can I delegate that to someone else so that I then can focus on bringing better conversations, being more prepared to actually do these solo episodes, and also to concentrate on what I'm planning and what is priority right now, which is the event, the content, how it's going to be laid out and all of that. So really identifying what am I good at, what do I like doing, and what am I doing right now that I don't like, I'm not good at, that I can delegate. Whether that is giving it to someone at home, right, a chore or something like that, or whether that is hiring out someone to do it for you inside of your business or whatever it is that you're building. So if you don't have the budget for that, I would suggest to look at ways that you can do some trades with other people who are also starting. What can you do for them that they can do for you so that you guys can exchange? This can also fall into your zone of genius, right? What can you help them with that you enjoy doing and that you can do your good at? Um, Now, this can also mean that you're exchanging the time. So that is why investing will always help you to level up, right? Not only are you investing for someone to do this so that you don't have to take time out of your day, but also it is another form of accountability. If you're paying for a service and you are, like for example, me, I'm paying for someone to edit my podcast, you better believe I'm going to be on here recording these for you guys. So making sure that you identify your zone of genius is super important when it comes to making sure what you're delegating and what you're going to ask for help. All right, number three is making time for yourself. I'm going to go back to that conversation that I had with a friend, and this can definitely be a whole nother conversation, but... How do we make sure that making time for ourselves is a part of our daily schedule rather than seeing it as something leisure, something that is a blessing, something that you do here and there. Scheduling time for yourself 
even if it's 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes of reading, 10 minute walk, 10 minute workout, whatever it is for you that makes you feel better where you take some time on your own, making time for yourself is so important. It has truly helped me so much, especially through my journey transitioning into motherhood. That has been so hard for me, guys. And I don't know if it's, you know, the the fact that I'm out here with no family around me, the fact that we moved right when we had our baby, the fact that we all got COVID, right? Four months, my baby was only four months. Like there's so many things that affected my transition into motherhood. And that's life, right? I know everybody has something going on. And that is why it's so important to make sure that we make this time for ourselves. A cry session, walk, move, whatever it is that allows you to just let go, meditate, relax, affirmations, whatever it is, make sure you make time for yourself. That has been key, especially after when I started working It has been key truly to have like those little workouts. I've been doing a lot of like those 15 minute workouts from um, YouTube, just like Google 15 minute workouts or um, search it in the, in Google and YouTube um, because they truly have done a lot for me. It's better to show up for 10, 15 minutes than to not show up for yourself at all. So choose that time wisely, make that time for yourself. Now we are going into tip number four, and that is, this is something that actually my coach had me do, shout out to Erika, she had me do when I was, when these thoughts started coming up for me about the babysitter, like how I was feeling guilty, oh my god, wait, I need to bring something up that I just thought about that came up for me that I was feeling guilty about that I was actually very surprised. So when we had this conversation, right, of like, I need help, one of the things that came up was grocery shopping. And I don't know if you are one of those people that just love the mandado, like you love to go to the grocery store and pick out your stuff. And I want to say before I had a baby, like I really enjoyed going into Whole Foods and like just roaming around, seeing what I liked. But now with a 10-month-old, like, that is such a chore. It truly has become such a chore for me, and I don't want to do it. And we do it over the weekends where my husband, like, that's the only time he gets off, Saturdays and Sundays. And um, we go to the grocery store, and it literally takes, like, half of our day. So one of the things that we said was, like, hey, why don't... Like, why don't you try Instacart? You know, my, my coach suggested, like, that's something that you don't like to do. There's, like, all these services that you can now outsource and get your freaking groceries delivered to your door. And I will tell you, I had used it before, especially when I was, like, seven, eight months pregnant. Because it was really hard for me to go out and, like, do the whole, the whole deal, right? But even then, I want to say, like, I felt guilty of, you know, paying a little extra for my groceries. And I think it goes back to that time or that moment where you see your mama 
and all of you guys at the grocery store and it's like it's almost like oh my god who am I quien me creo right to go and use Instacart and not get in my car and drive to the grocery store but at the same time it's like this exists now these tools like these possibilities these options are there for us so why not use them so that now we can use our Sunday as actual quality time together and we don't have to worry about who's getting groceries who you know like if, if it's a whole deal like it was such a game changer so we did it this week and so one of the things that also came up with that is if I have groceries at my house and that means I'm cooking which means that I'm going to make better choices when it comes to my eating habits and that means we're going to be saving money. So there's just so many things that come with that one decision that was, you know, I was feeling some type of way about that I also had to work through. Um, but going back to, so going back to just asking for help in general, right? Those are like the main two things that came up for me groceries and how not being prepared didn't allow me to make better choices with my food which then made us you know waste money or spend money and also it just was like this whole ripple effect of like I'm eating bad I'm not gonna work out and all these things that come with that being in that space um the babysitting part was also like all of these things right all of this guilt so she told me, write down 10 reasons why getting help is good for everyone, not just for you, but for everyone in your household. How is that better for you and your husband? How is that better for the baby? How is that better for you? How is that better for the entire family? And definitely a lot of things came up, right? Um, one of them being that me and my husband would probably have more quality time because if you're a new mama or a mama, you know that sometimes, you know, your husband's at work, you have your baby most of the day. And I was like doing all of the things, obviously. And when he gets home, it's like, all right, here's a baby. And it, it was so unfair, right? For both of us. So unfair that I didn't get a break, so unfair that then he didn't even get to transition into like winding down from work to home to like actually spend quality time with my baby. And then also it wasn't fair for my baby to have me with this attitude and me with this like urgency of like, oh my God, I have to make sure that we do this with him. Oh my God, I have to make sure that I get this done for work. So it was like this constant, you know, everything just came up. And it wasn't like this moment of like, I'm just going to spend time with him and not feel guilty about not getting stuff done from work. But also I'm going to get done things for work and not feel guilty that I'm not spending time with him. Because now all the things that fall on my plate get their own time, their own designated time so that they can get my attention. So this kind of just brought it all together for me where I was like, this is why asking for help. Again, for me, it was like my son and the babysitter. 
but think about how this can relate in your life. What are you doing half-assed right now because you're doing all of the things rather than really concentrating your time on each thing because you're really being intentional about your time and you're asking for help and you're getting those things off of your plate that maybe right now you just cannot handle. And that's okay. We need to normalize asking for help is strong, is strength. It's truly like powerful to be able to open up, to work through all of these thoughts and realize like maybe right now I need some help. And it doesn't even have to be long-term, right? How can you maybe for the next six months get some help in these areas of your life that need help? Whether it's a life coach, a business coach, a trainer, right? A babysitter. What is it that right now, a meal prep company, that what is it right now that you need that will take a lot of pressure off of you and also help you really get to your goals. Thank you so much for tuning in today and making it all the way to this moment. I really wanted to share this with you guys because it's something that I have been struggling with and after posting a poll of like how many people felt guilty about asking for help when it comes to their babies, I know I'm not alone. I know there's someone out there that needs to hear this message, so I wanted to make sure to share how I was navigating through this and dealing with this, and I really, really hope this helped anyone out there. Thank you so much for all of your support. Make sure you live, leave a review, you share this episode with your people, And I want to remind you, tickets are now on sale for Mujer on Movement 2022. It's going to be a day of empowerment, purpose, and comunidad. I really hope to see you there. You can find the link for more details on our show notes. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.